After departing your friends, Cadmus, Roderick, and Major Vorden, who you didn't remember because your memories have been completely wiped, you head to the local shop and you grab yourself a weapon and decide that you want to head back to your home, the village of Vatir. And you board passage upon a ship. And the sailing is smooth. And it takes months, months to get to your destination. But eventually you arrive. And you arrive at the village of Vitir. And it's nestled along the fringes of the Kolpslav Empire. And has been there for hundreds of years. A small village... They are home to several clans of druids. The village of Vatir strives to keep the peace in the surrounding areas and overseas, keeping the balance of nature. So as you look upon your town, almost a city, it's built out of stone, and you remember that in times of war, the village can be turned into a fortress. As you walk through the gates and you see the surrounding shops and the carts and the life of the city, it brings you joy because you finally feel something that is familiar, something that you haven't felt in the last five years. (laughs) I'm I'm just going to kind of walk through the village. A little awestruck at whatever's changed since I've been gone. Okay. So, as you're walking through the village, and you pass a small cart, someone hollers your name. Ruick! The kind of female-type voice hits you, and you turn around seeing a Dragonborn standing there. Ruick, is that you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, my lands, she tells you. I haven't seen you in forever. Do you, do you remember who I am? Yeah, yeah of course. How, how you been? Ah, I've been great. Man, I, I have my own shop, and here it is. And that's... That's that's impressive. Where where have you been? What have you been doing? There was rumor that you were headed to the uh, Timuridian Empire, but beyond that, we we, we didn't really know. Um, uh, yeah, I was there for a couple of months, and then um, I don't really remember much after that. What happened? How, how, what do you mean? I. Uh, I don't know. I woke up in a jail cell one day, and after a while, they let me out. I don't. I don't really remember anything before that. Do Do you know who I am, or are you just being? No, no, courteous? no. Of course, I remember who you are. Oh, we had great times as kids well, together. Well, that is great. We have when I get off and I close my shop. We have to go to the tavern and have a drink and catch up. I know you said you don't remember much, but ah, I'd love to pick your brain. 
Um, yeah, sure. Where are you headed to? Uh, just checking out what's changed. Well, not a whole lot have changed. There is some changes. Few of the eldermen have passed. I, I, I'm sure you've heard of the grand news. Can't say I have. Well, your father has been nominated to replace one of the eldermen's that have passed in the circle, the druid circle. Oh, yeah, the old man will appreciate that. Yes, um, Usum the old, uh, he passed away. So it's the closing of the uh, the first circle, and now they are opening what they are calling the second circle. And Susk, uh, the wise, will, will take over and, and be head druid on the oh. Elderman. Oh, that's... Um, he's a smart man, I'm sure. It's a good decision. Ah, well, time will tell. It's unfortunate about Usum, but it's it's the way things are. Yeah, I mean, hell, he was old seven years ago when I left, let alone... Yes. Very old. Actually, so old, I don't even remember his age. (laughs) She embraces you and comes up to give you a hug. I'll hug her back. And just tells you if you need anything, please, please, uh, come and find me. Of course. She kind of sends you on your way, and and if you ever need anything, just just let me know. I have all kinds of things. If you need armor, I definitely could try to work a deal out. Well, um, her shop is a shop of oddities, so you're going to find a lot of different stuff there. Well, it was um. Acceptable progress. That ain't good. <laughs> Forgot to silence my phone. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good night. Good, good, good rest of the day. Yes, you as well. As she nods, and remember, if you need to shop, this is the place. I'm uh. <clears throat> I suppose I'm going to head home. Head home? Okay, so you remember right where home is. And it hasn't changed a bit. going to walk up and knock on the door. As you knock on the door, you can hear the barking of a dog. I don't remember having a dog. <laughs> uh, just one second. I'll, I'll be there in a moment. Take your time. Take your time. And as the door opens, you see your father, Jace, a male human. Uh, uh, do my eyes deceive me, or is that my long-lost son? Uh, yeah, it, it's me, Pop. Ah, uh, and he reaches out and gives you a big old bear hug and grabs a hold of you. I'm going to thump him on the back. 
And he, where have you been? What have you been doing? Come in, come in. Your mother's going to be so excited to see you. As she hears his uh, ruckus, she also piques interest. And Ruick, is that my Ruick? Ah, my dear boy. And she comes up and she gives you a huge hug and a kiss on the cheek. You have been gone for so long. We have missed you Uh, here. Yeah, I mean, it's been a couple of years. Couple? My, my boy, you have been gone for at least... For what? Four, five, been... eight? About eight years? Nine? Nine? My, you left when you were 16. You're, 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 you should be 35, 36 years old. Have you not looked in... Is, Oh my, Jace, you must have him looked at. Something is not right. His memory has been fogged. What? Sit down and tell us everything. So I'm going to sit down and tell him everything that's happened. That everything that I can remember. Okay. And she tells you that you, you left, but you're definitely, we, even though you haven't been home, they still celebrate your birthday every year and pray to the gods for your good fortune. And she explains to you that you are 36 and she has a mirror. I don't know if you've seen a mirror before. I'm well, pretty sure that you I, have. I've seen my, like, my reflection. Right. So Even I, I recently, would, since yeah. you've not been knocked out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say, right. say the ship or something had a mirror okay. somewhere. Okay, we'll go with that. So she, she attempts to show you a, a reflection of yourself and you're, you, you let her know, Mom, I've already seen myself. Well, you're not no 20 years old. You're 36. 35. I I look however old I need to be. Oh, yes. I suppose I, I it slipped my mind. But you you didn't look that old when you left. Oh yeah, that was 7 8 years ago. Of course I'm not going to look the same. I actually forgot that you were a shape changer. <laughs> you can look like anything. So, well, it's been interesting. Your, your old room is still available. <coughs> um, okay. Well, what, what are your plans now that you're home? Who's the dragonborn girl that runs the shop? Oh, that, you, you don't remember her? Well, I remember her, but... That's Brant. Oh, I couldn't remember the I couldn't remember the name I gave you. Yes, Brandt. Um oh. she's a very successful uh shop owner. She's a hell of a druid too. Well yeah, I I seen she's got a nice shop. Yes. Yeah. All your friends except one are doing quite well. She's the one that's not. Ah, uh, poor James. He had a tragedy and ever since then he's been drinking his life away at the tavern. Fair's fair, I guess. It'll be sad, but Ivy has finally settled down and taken a man. Oh, good for her. I'm surprised you're taking that so well. You you, you definitely had the thing for her in the day. Well, I've been gone for a while. I've... Plenty of others to take my mind off of that. Well, I don't want to hear about that, my boy. 
Your sexual activities can stay to yourself. Well, your room's available. You feel free to use it. I'm headed with your father to go out and speak to the Druid Circle. He has been nominated to... Yeah, I heard about that. Congratulations. Ah, thank you. Yes, see, it's a shame that Usum, the old past, but... Uh, He was a mean old goat anyway. Ah. Shouldn't speak ill of the dead, Ruick. But anyway, we'll forgive that this once. Do uh, you want me to go with you? Uh, I mean, you can. If you'd like to stay up here and sleep and rest, you're welcome to. I'm sure you're worn out from your journey. Oh, no, I'll tag along. Why not? Very well. And as they walk out the door and you follow... Hey, what happened to the dog? Oh, he's still there. We locked him up when you came to the door. When did you get a dog? Uh, about seven years ago. Eight. Oh. Yeah, we decided that uh, it was lonely without you, and after waiting too long, we decided to get a dog. And really, it actually decided to get us. It just showed up on the porch one morning. Oh. So with that, you know, we took him in and fed him, and he's been a loyal companion ever since. He keeps your mom busy and off my back. Fair enough, I guess. She hears that, and she's kind of like, off your back, please. (laughs) So with that, as you walk, do you have any other questions for the old man? Nah, not really. Alright, so as you arrive at the Druid Circle, you can see a very forest-type area with trees and basically a meditating area. And there are exactly three Druids meditating. And he looks back and he says, "Uh, unfortunately we can't disturb them, so... Try to be as quiet as you can, and this is what we'll have to part ways. You'll have to find something to do while I'm preoccupied with them. So, as they're done meditating, he approaches and joins, and they start to talk to him and bring him in. Um, Not paying much mind to your mother or you. And they have their their circle and their session, and you're just kind of out into these woods. I'm going to, I'm assuming it's like a big clearing. Yeah. I'm going to sit at the edge of the clearing and uh, try to meditate while I'm sitting there. Okay. As you're meditating, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, 17. Okay. So unfortunately, no kind of meditation to get your memory back is working. You're still the same. Um, With this, the druid circle starts to close and your father stands and starts to come back towards you. Um, You have been out here for a few hours and the sun is at its highest. And he looks at you and, well, are you ready? Uh, Yeah, sure, Pop. And they head back home. I'm, um... 
I'm going to go stop at <clears throat> the tavern. Okay. Um, as you go to depart from them, where are you going? I'm off to the tavern. See who's all about. Oh, well, be safe. And look forward to seeing you tonight. Remember, supper's at nine. Right. Yeah. All right, Ruick. Take care. And they walk off, leaving you to head to the tavern. As you enter the tavern, you can see all the different people. The tavern is extremely busy at this point. There's different um, different individuals in there, and um, everything appears to be normal. Give me a perception check. Uh, 13. With that, you see the waitresses moving back and forth and the barkeep taking and mixing and making drinks. Uh, don't see anybody I recognize. At this distance, no. I'm going to make my way up to the bar. Okay, so go ahead and give me a perception check as you sit down at the bar seat. Uh, 24. Ah, you see a man who strikingly resembles who you remember to be James. I'm going to walk over and clap him on the shoulder and sit down next to him. So as you clap him on the shoulder, he turns and he looks. Ugh, what the fuck was that for? How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm all right, yeah. And he's, you can tell. Give me a perception roll. You can tell that this dude is so far gone that he's almost, and if not, in the in the stages of being blacked out. That's how drunk this guy is. So it's, to your knowledge, he probably won't even remember this conversation. <clears throat> That's how drunk he is. I am going to... Does he have a drink in front of him? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm going to try and discreetly cast purify food and drink on his glass and try to make it so that it's non-alcoholic. Okay, so describe to me exactly how this this um, cast would look. Is there a look to it, or is it pretty much invisible? Uh, it's a verbal and somatic, so... Just going to try to hide that. I'm just going to kind of try and cough and, like, snap my fingers as I cough. Okay, uh, that's a good plan. Go ahead and give me a... Um, Your casting, is it intelligence or is it, uh, what's it based off of? Mine is wisdom. Wisdom. Give me a wisdom saving throw. With advantage, too, because that's a good plan. Uh, 14. You are successful and he doesn't notice and he just continues to drink. I'm, uh... 
He's so far gone that he can't even taste it. The alcohol is no longer in the beverage. Can I try and cast if I? Can I try and cast cure wounds on him and sober him up? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the DC is going to be pretty high. I'm looking at a 20. You beat a 20. I'll give it to you. Um, If I use my modifier, it is a 20. If I use my spell attack bonus, it would be a 24. Okay. So you're successful. (laughs) Cure Wounds actually completely knocks him out of his slump. And you can hear kind of like, what the fuck? What what happened? And he looks over and he's like, "You look familiar." That's the first time you've been sober in a couple of days, ain't it, bud? Uh yes. I'm like, I can feel my fingers. Like I was blacked out here. It was just like waking up. How the fuck did I even get here? Last I remember, I was drinking at home. That, Damn, that tends to happen when you drink. Ah, uh, man, I I know you. I know you, but yeah, I cannot yeah, I, place I it. know that you know me. We grew up together. He looks at you puzzled, and he continues to look at you. And he just can't. Ah, I cannot place it. My mind. Ah, damn. Damn. Well, well, Brant told me you'd be here, so. Uh, Brant. Ruick. Ruick, is that you? Yeah, it's me. Holy hell, friend. It's been too long. Yeah. <clears throat> what, uh... It's a little early to be drinking, ain't it? Uh, with my misfortune, this is what I do all the time now. It's the only place that I can keep from... Killing myself. I just... It's... It's it's a long story, Ruick. It's, it's really good to see you, but it's best just to leave me to my troubles. So what's uh what you got going on here? Uh, what what troubles have befallen you that you just need to sit here and drink all day long? Well, it's I I can't talk about it. Well, I'm not really giving you a choice. You're I'm sorry, Ruick, and he just kind of like doubles over and he starts to all weep and kind of cry and he lets you know I need I need alcohol I, I need to drink I, I can't I can't go on got one spell left I'm gonna try and cast charm person that is a wisdom saving throw of 13 okay see if he, if he fails he knows that I tried to charm him okay so he got a 4 so he is charmed. Why don't you just go ahead and talk to me about it? So he kind of turns and he's like, well, maybe you'll feel better. I suppose. I, my wife and child, uh, they, they died. And, and I, I, I killed them. And he looks at you and he starts explaining the whole story. Um, he said that he screwed up when he built a fire in their home and that the fire had had gotten out of control. It was a very cold winter 
and he built the fire bigger than he should have, and he didn't pay no attention to it because he's always had a problem with alcohol. Got a little soused, built this fire, ended up burning down the home. He was already passed out outside when the house burned down with his wife and baby inside. And now he just sits here and drinks until he remembers nothing. I'm going to say that that sounds like uh, your wake-up call to stop drinking and take a little bit of fucking responsibility for yourself. Yes. It, yes. I, I don't know. Like maybe... I just spent an unknown number of years locked up in prison. Oh, my. Being beaten, tortured for reasons I don't really remember. Well, it it seems that we have both experienced horrific, horrific ordeals. Yeah, but you don't see me just sitting around drinking, crying about it. Yes. I mean, granted, yeah, you lost your wife and kid. I'm sorry for that, but... It's pretty hard to feel sorry for you if this is all you've been doing since then. Go ahead. You know, maybe... Keep going. I mean, is that really doing any honor to their memories? Are are you... Give me a persuasion. With advantage. So with that, so 19. 19, he is like, you know what? You're right. I fucked up. And it cost my wife child. However, I'm not doing anyone any good sitting here. Do, do the I want to know make what a happened? different difference. The elders? Uh, no, I couldn't. I lied. What'd you lie about? I lied about being in the house, being, being in the drunk. house, and being drunk. If I if I told them that, I I don't know what my punishment would be. Well, <clears throat> once the new elders elected into position, you're going to tell them, and you're going to own up, and you're going to take responsibility. Go ahead and give me another persuasion check with advantage. Seventeen, and with that he's like, "Well, I oh, that's going to be hard, Ruick. I know, I know, I have to. I, I know, I have to. I, I have to. Maybe, maybe I there's some honor to be gained here. Maybe I can redeem myself to the gods because I have been. It, it's horrific. I." I, I need I need to write I can't write this wrong the dead and gone but maybe I can do some other decents in this world well you certainly need to do something other than uh, just sitting around soused all the time uh, I, I would agree well ah uh, 
Thank you for this, Ruick. I I guess it's time for me to move on. And uh no drinking either. Yeah, I I will do my best. And he looks at you and he bids you a good day and just kind of moves on. As he goes up the stairs and into a room for he has nowhere to live, so he's been renting. The barkeep comes over to you. Uh, you, you know, uh, you know, old James there, I take it? Uh, yeah, childhood friends. Uh, I heard him say your name was Ruick. Um, I, I don't believe I've, I think I might know your father. Yeah. Well, anything you can do to help that poor boy up there, he needs it. He's been a mess. I've cut him off several times, but he's just, he's become very deviant. He's good. You can't never tell. Uh, You just got to know how to talk to him. Yes. Well, is there anything I can get you? Uh, Just a drink. Very well. And... He goes ahead and gives you, asks you, what kind of beverage would you like? We have ale, we have mead, we have the fine wines. Uh, just an ale's fine. Very well. And he goes and pours you an ale and sets it and scoots it across the counter to you. I'm going to just drink it and hang out for a couple hours. Okay. So go ahead and give me some perception checks. That is a 20. And with that, you can see as there's kind of like some musicians moving on stage and music starts to play. Are they any good? I don't know. We'll find out here. You can hear as other folks are just kind of like kind of gathering around and listening. And with that, you see a thief who pickpockets a lady in front of her, gra- in front of him, grabs the coin pouch out of her purse, and just kind of tucks it away in his pocket. Give me another perception check. I'm. Uh, I see that guy do that. Okay. I'm gonna cast Thorn Whip, which is a cantrip. Okay. And if I hit him, I can pull him up to 10 feet closer to me, and it does 1d6 damage. Okay. With that, his hit DC to hit him is a 13. I'm not trying to hurt him. I'm just, like, trying to wrap it and pull him. Okay. Let's see. Plus five. Uh, that is a 12. Unfortunately, the thorn whip. Yeah, twelve. It, it misses, and um, does it still make a crack after it goes out, or is it just like kind of fade out? And nobody knows that it was hit. Uh, it says you create a long vine lip covered in thorns that lashes out at your command towards a creature in range. Okay, so definitely people seen it, and with people seeing it, they all kind of like stop and 
oh, oh, what the hell? And that guy kind of sees you and he's like, oh, shit. And he takes off rather fast and he moves his 30 feet away from you. I'm, uh, is anybody else like chasing him or anything? No, nobody's chasing him. They're just kind of like backing off. A, a hole around you has opened up into the room and he's headed for the door. Follow him out the door. <laughs> Okay, as you get up and you leave to follow him out the door, you are now on top of him. You have an opportunity to uh, to hit him again before he gets out the door if you want. Because he'd be at the door and you would be probably about, I'd say, five feet behind him. Um, um, I'm just going to try and hit him before he gets to the door. Okay. Like, pin him against the door, maybe. Alright, go ahead and give me an uh, attack roll or a, um, a gr- like to grapple him. Arm strike plus four. Uh, that is an 18. Uh, you are successful and you grab him and you wrap him up before he's able to get out. Now, do you take him to the ground or are you going to like pin him up against the I, wall? I just like, got him pinned against the wall. Okay. And then I'm going to try and reach into the pocket and pull out the coin purse he just took. Okay. So as you reach into the pocket to pull out the coin purse, the coin purse is in there. He's like, hey, what are you doing? This And he kind of like, do you have him by the throat? Do you have yeah, him by the shirt? I would say I got him by the throat. Okay. So he's kind of like, hey, I'm having a hard time speaking, so he can't really get it out. And you've got his coin, that coin pouch. I'll let him go. Okay, so as you let him go and he drops to the ground, he decides, looks at you, looks at the barkeep, looks back at you, looks at the people on the floor, looks back at you, looks at the barkeep, and then he goes to turn to run out the door. I'm going to kick him as he goes to get up. Okay. As he goes to get up, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, 20. That is a success. With that kick, you dealt, you going to roll a damage roll, or was uh, it just like a It's just two damage. Ass? Okay. Do a couple damage, and he scoots his ass on out that door. I'm going to turn around and toss the coin purse at the person he stole it from. Uh, the lady grabs it and she's like oh uh, what what and she reaches into her purse oh my thank you get this man a drink on me as much as he wants no that's fine I'm leaving uh, wait there's got to be some way I can repay you consider it a freebie what's your name uh Gerald Gerald well, if you ever need anything, Gerald, come and find me. My home is on the flats, closest to the, uh, towards the town square. Uh, I will definitely compensate you for this. I'm, uh, I'm just going to head home. Okay. So as you leave the tavern and head home, you arrive back at home and a dog is all over your feet. As you walk through the door. Oh, they do actually have a dog. 
Well, yeah. I told you we had a dog. You think that was me barking at the door, boy? You never know. Family full of druids. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, that is true. Quite perceptive of you. For sure. You don't stay alive very long in my line of work if you're not perceptive. Yes. How did the bounty hunting go for you? Um, good until I lost my memory and woke up in a fucking prison cell. Prison cell? So, you don't remember how you got there? No. What is the last thing you remember? Uh, chasing a target somewhere in Timberidia. And it's interesting. And where were you before you came here? Memora. That's where I was imprisoned, apparently. So somehow you've went from Timoridia to Memora. I've heard some ill things about Memora. Our druid circle has been trying to speak with the Kopslav Empire to keep them out of that conflict. The north over there had ensued a... Uh, help they are fighting guerrilla warfares and they want assistance from everyone to try to reclaim and reinstate their republic and we have been urging on the side of caution and trying not to anger this new king Cain can't say I know much about it everybody seemed to hate him when I was there though it's interesting so he is a tyrant Cain Mortise. Hmm. A long... How Memora has fallen. So, give me a... Um, oh, boy. Give me a... Jeez, I'm drawing a blank here. Give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, 18. No, bummer. So unfortunately, your constitution saving throw isn't enough to get your memory back. Or part of it. So with that, your father just kind of continues to stare at you. With kind of a puzzled look. You look more confused than I am. Well, I'm just trying to figure it all out. Well, the uh, people I got replaced, released from prison with seemed to think that they knew a Ruick and Orc. They seemed to know him pretty well. Did anything they say line up with you? Uh, they accused me. <laughs> 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 they accused me of being a changeling. And I, I of course, lied and said that I wasn't. Um, so maybe they do know something maybe you were told to keep your form a secret from those who would want to hurt you well I mean nobody knows maybe they do maybe what those folks were telling you were maybe there was some truths in that who how did you get out of this prison 
Some mage got us released, but we never met him. And I left before I had a chance to meet him. Do you remember his name? Rick's something. Hmm. We haven't had a whole lot of dealings with mages. So. I can't help but think that maybe these friends of yours have some sort of clue to who you are. Well, yeah, they said something about boomsticks and... Of course, they knew about my uh, druid capabilities. Sounds like they knew an awful lot. Yeah, I didn't really trust it. Yeah, well, it sounds suspicious, but yet convincing at the same time. Were they in the same cell as you in the prison? No, i never seen them before in prison. Uh, I, I was kept isolated from everybody else. That's interesting. And why would they keep you in prison for five years? Well, that I have no idea. What? What are you wearing? Explain to me what Ruik is wearing right now. Uh, probably just a common set of clothes that he picked up with like a cloak over it. Okay. So his father's going to take a real deep look at Ruik. Good roll. Ruik. And he walks, he gets up out of his seat and he walks over and he starts to pull up his sleeve. Your sleeve. Do you see the marks on your body? Yeah, they tortured me for five years while I was in prison. I wonder. And then, of course, I mean, I can I point out, I can remember some scars that I had gotten before I would lost my memory, but others, I assume, were incurred during... In order to endure so much torturing, your your form is a, is a is a wood elf, right? Yeah. Okay. So he looks at you and he tells you that your form is a wood elf. It, they, the Mamoran king he he only prosecutes uh, humans. I, I there's no reason for you to be in a prison unless you were involved in something terrible. I have no idea. Well, keep these as a side note, my boy. And maybe I will speak with the druids and see if they know of any remedies to try to help your mind and bring back memory. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's late, but maybe they will see me now. You stay here with your mother and keep her company. And he gets up and he sees himself out the door. Uh, Ruick, where'd your father go? Uh, Try to get a meeting with the council, I think. This late? I've told him to not meddle in affairs that... Oh, anyway. Well, are you hungry? Uh, yeah, I could eat. Oh, have a seat and I'll fix you a plate. Go sit down at the table and... So, as you eat... The food that nourishes your body gives you a temporary plus five hit points to your health. And the she looks at you and 
she just is smiling. She's excited to see her boy home. And you're sitting there eating dinner. She just goes about her business. So, uh, how was Ivy's wedding, I guess? I'm assuming you were there. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it was grand. It, it was quite exquisite. Um, yes. The, the festives went on all day. Started from dawn till dusk. Oh, well, that's... It was quite an extravaganza. Oh, well, she always did like to be uh, extra flamboyant. Well, she was a very nice girl. It's a shame, Rook, that you didn't stay home. You two would have been married. You always have to seek that that glory, don't you? Well, marriage life isn't for me. Uh, you know, every... Mother's dream is for their boys, their girls to grow up and provide grandchildren, damn it. I want some babies to play with here. Well. Can't help you much there. No. Yes, you could if you would damn well try. Gods have not foreseen to giving me uh, a I, second child. I travel entirely too much. Well, or, uh, I, I will say that you are responsible. At least. At least as that. I hope you don't go impregnating any whore that you find on the street. But at oh, least I you're responsible know. enough to... I usually leave pretty soon afterwards, so I've never really stuck around long enough. Oh, my. I have to end you, this conversation. You might have grandchildren all over the world. Ugh, Ruick, I have to stop this. You, you're too much, boy. Anyway, I need some milk and some bread. The cow didn't provide this morning. Here, take this coin and go down to the store and pick me something up. It's it's after dark. There's not going to be anybody. Yeah, there will be. You you have you go down there to the uh, to the farmer. He'll provide you with some milk, and his can't, wife bakes the bread. Can it wait until morning? No, Ruick, go now. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go down again. Fucking milk and bread. <laughs> <laughs> so as you leave the house and head down, it is the, the sun is setting. It's getting dark, and you see the farmstead where she sent you, and there is an old man underneath milking a cow. How's it going, old timer? Ah, uh, rather well, thank you. What can I do for you? Um. Woman up the road needs milk and bread. Ah, oh, well, go inside and see my wife. She will provide for you. Alrighty. So as you walk uh, off to the right-hand side of where he's at and up the steps and into the door, the lady asks you, So, what can I do for you? Are you here for anything particular? Uh, just... Milk and bread. Ah, we just got bottled this this morning. Here, have at it. And she sets it on the counter. Thank you. And she sets down the loaf of bread. This was baked yesterday, but it should still be good. I won't have more bread until a couple days from now. Okay. I'm working the dough now. And you can see as there's like dough hanging over a line, and she's got like a, a beater and a whatever you do to make bread. Alrighty. 
thank you. You're welcome. Uh, well, I tell you. Ah, I really think that. Uh, are you by chance? Faithy's boy? Uh, Is that how you say your name? Uh, Faith, yeah. Faith! Faith! Yes. Faith. Are you Faith's boy? Uh, yeah. Well, here. Take these for free and tell her thank you for the assistance she provided last week. Uh, sure. Well, good day to you. Is there anything else that I can help you with? Uh, no, I think that was all I needed. And as you leave and exit, you, as you pass the old man milking the cow, did you get everything that you needed? Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to slip the uh, money that she gave me in my pocket and take her back the milk and eggs. Ah! Milk and All right. Bread. So as you take the milk and bread back, she looks at you and she says, Ruick? Yeah. Where's my change? Oh, she said uh, there was none today. Here you go. Just handed. Did you hand her the money? No, the uh, milk and bread. Oh, okay. Very well. She just kind of turns around, walks away, <laughs> ripping off your own mother. Damn. <laughs> so with that. You have the house to be uh, free roamed about. Uh, probably just wait for the old man to come back or go to sleep. Okay. So by the time the old man comes back, you would be asleep. The next morning comes, and the chickens are crowing. I'm going to uh, roll over and pull the blanket up over my head and try to go back to sleep. Okay, sleeping in. So with that, go ahead and getting some extra rest. Go ahead and add an additional five temporary hit points to your character. And... How long, at what point in the day do you intend on getting up? Uh, probably nine, ten. Okay. As you get up, you can see your father sitting in the chair. Morning. Ah, morning. How did uh, your meeting go? Uh, it went well. I found out a few things, but there's something that I have to talk to you about, Ruick. Uh, okay. Do you have anything that you want to give your mother from last night? She talked to Mary, and Mary asked if the milk and bread was any good. It said that that was the payment. I see you haven't changed, and your shenanigans still continue. Oh, what's a couple of coins? Well, next time, just ask. I'm sure mother would give them to you willingly. So... You have to knock off this lifestyle. It's going to lead you into places that you shouldn't be. And obviously it already has. 
You don't remember who you are. Something has happened to you catastrophic. You have come back to my home with scars all over your body, and yet you continue to lie and cheat and steal. And from your mother nonetheless. Boy, if you weren't so big, I'd turn you over my knee and spank your ass. Now, it was... Don't talk back to me. I don't want to hear your excuses. Now, to the task at hand. Getting that memory back. I fear for you. I don't know how you've lived as long as you have. But you must knock this off. Anyway. Now, we have some traveling to do. It is said that there is a cave high up into the mountains high higher than what we are now okay we find this cave and inside is a stone it is said that this stone is to be cut grinded into a brew of spirits and then ingested Upon this ingestion, it will potentially give you what you need to recall your memories. Uh, Sounds like typical legend. Well, there's only one way to find out. When are we leaving? Now's a good time as any. Well, let's get moving. What do you say? We transform into a bird and make this much quicker? Uh, yeah, why not? I will teach you something here. Now, with your shape-changing abilities, do you have the ability to change into a bigger bird? No. Now you do. Your father is going to teach you something. So that would be like... Are are you talking like the giant eagle? Yes. Cool. You will transform now into a giant eagle. And you will both be standing there in your brilliance. And you will fly to the top of this point where you're supposed to find this cave. And with that, we will go ahead and we'll take a small break. So as you and your father fly among the clouds and you get to the highest peak... And the um, and to the mountains of the oh boy, can't even remember the name of my city. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing blanks again. Kolpslav Empire, the highest mountain in the Kolpslav Empire. You come down on a peak. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, 15. And with that, in the distance, you can see several dragons circling ahead. But you start to descend into the mountaintops. And you come to roost on a large tree that is bare of leaves. And as you look down, you can see the side of the mountain. And you can see the cut into the cave where you can enter. Your father looks at you, 
and the eagle eye and just kind of blinks, giving you the indication that you're in the right spot. As he lands straight in front of the cave entrance and transforms into his human self as you sit perched onto this tree. I'm going to uh, follow him down. Okay. And as you follow him down, he looks at, and you transform from your bird form, right? Yep. He looks at you and he lets you know that I believe this is the entrance. Be careful. I don't know what we're going to encounter in here. As you enter the tomb, it's dark. There are no fires or lights. You have 60 feet of dark vision? Uh, I have no dark vision. No dark vision, okay. So it's hard for you to see. Your father pulls out a torch and lights it, hands it to you. He grabs another one from his satchel and lights it for himself. You can't see much. It's very dark. He also draws out his sword. And he tells you to do the same. You walk through the caverns and continue straight forward. He looks at you and he says, well, looks like we're to a T. What do you think? Left or right, Rook? Um, I'm going to try and well, create bonfire has a range of 60 feet. So I'm going to okay. try and fall down. Each tunnel, I'm going to cast Create Bonfire and try to see. Okay. So as you create the bonfire and the tunnel to the left, you can see that it appears to open up into a bigger room. The hallway leading down to there is rather large. However, it seems to be fairly short. That one's to the left side. To the right side, the the aisleway seems to be shorter, not quite as tall, and almost kind of like hand-dug. And the light is much further down. The tunnel's much further down, and the light opens up into a bigger room as well. <clears throat> Maybe we should check out the uh, hand-dug tunnel first. Okay. So you're headed down to the hand-dug tunnel to the right. Your father looks at you and says, well, that's a good idea. Let's go head down through there. And as you start to head down through there, you can hear what appears to be some rustling and some movement. Um, You're not wearing any kind of armor, right? No. All right. And neither is your father. As you walk down through there, you can see and hear what appears to be a medium creature of some sort. It starts to come towards you. Ruick, get ready. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm not even sure what it is. And he kind of holds his torch out, out front. I'm, um... I'm going to try and cast... Um, I want to try and cast. Do, 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 do. Oh shit! Beast bonds touch. Never mind. Not casting nothing. Nope. 
Okay. So the creature starts to scurry closer and closer. And as it gets into your light, it's like a monster that you have never seen before. It kind of growls and grunts, and it comes at you trying to hit your... What weapon are you carrying? A rapier. Rapier. Made from metal, steel, right? Yep. Okay. Um, Your father would be carrying a... um, a similar weapon. So the rust monster, well, I just gave it away there. (laughs) The rust monster is going to reach out. This monster is going to reach out and attempt to touch your sword. Give me a dexterity saving throw. That is a 20. Okay, so he misses, and he keeps kind of... You keep moving your sword back and forth, and he just kind of keeps going for the sword. That's what he's after. The second one is going after your father, and it's kind of the same ordeal going after the sword. He also moves out of the way before the monster can touch his sword, and it just kind of follows the sword. I'm going to try and step forward a little bit so that my father's not in range, and then I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on him. Okay. Or, well, a 15-foot cube right in front of me. Yep, that's going to hit all of them. That is a con saving throw of 13. Okay. The first one is successful, and the second one is successful. So they will take four damage. And as your your wave sends kind of a shock through the ground, the cave starts to rattle and starts to kind of shake, and you're causing debris. You can feel as debris starts to hit you from the ceiling and the monsters break off their pursuit and kind of fade off into the backlight leaving you and your father standing there there potentially could be a cave in he hollers at you Ruick we must hurry <coughs> give me a um, give me a dexterity saving throw 18 so as you're able to get going, you can feel as something pushes you into the back and there's an immediate cave in behind you. Give me a perception check. Uh, nine. The Wait, dust yeah, nine. has completely extinguished your flame on your torch and you are sitting here in the dark. And with that, you can hear your father on the other side. Ruick, are you Okay. Yeah, are you? Yes, I'm fine. I'm glad you're all right. Well, I'll double back and head down the other cave, and maybe, just maybe, we'll meet up at some point. Be careful using your 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 powers like that, your spells, for they might cause further cave-ins. 
Yeah. Uh, great advice. I'll see you on the other side, my boy. Okay. I'm, um... Want to continue down the, uh... Okay, so remember, you're in the dark. Your your torch has went out from the dust. It's fallen um, on it. But you could probably relight it. If you have something to light it with. Uh, I can cast create bonfire and then light it from there keep it going and then just relight it from there okay so as you create the cast bonfire you can see in the distance as these monsters are kind of looking at you however they do appear to not like the light the light is not something that they care for and the brightness of the bonfire is kind of pushing them further back I'm uh, just gonna hold the torch up and continue walking down the uh So as you continue walking down the path, you can hear behind you as these things are following you. The path is much longer than the one to the left. However, you have come to the end and you're at this giant room. In this giant room, there are about six pillars lined up down through there, either side with equal space to the middle, to the left, and to the right. The ceiling appears to be about 20 feet high. Okay. I am... uh... Are the creatures still following behind me? Uh, they're there, yes. Okay. I'm a, can I still, like, see the... Is it still just the two of them? I can see, like, the lights in their eyes. Yeah, you can see the lights in their eyes. You can definitely tell that these creatures can see in the dark. now I'm just gonna try and look around the room see what I can so as you're looking around the room you can see some skeletons give me a perception check if you'd like to look and investigate the skeletons a little bit more uh, that's a nine. So you do notice that all the metals and stuff on these skeletons, they appear to be dwarves, are corroded. It's very corroded. The, the, uh, the metals are almost dissolved into like a rust. I'm going to look back at the creatures and be like, you guys had something to do with this, didn't you? <laughs> they just kind of sit there and stare at you. Um, do I see anything else? Do I find another entrance to the room? Or um, As you're looking in this big room, you can see at the far side. Give me a perception check. 13. Okay. You can see that there's a door on the opposite side of where you're at. I'm going to head towards that door. Okay. Are you going to head towards that door at your normal pace? Uh... Yeah. Give me a dexterity saving throw. (laughs) 
That's a five for plus five for a ten. So as you're walking towards that door, you step on a pressure plate. The pressure plate clicks, dropping down, and all of a sudden you hear in the walls as something goes to shoot at you. Give me another dexterity saving throw. Um, DC 15. Can I bonus action instead? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I am going to bonus action and turn into... little lizard okay so as you turn into the little lizard and you drop to the floor you can see as two massive arrows pass overhead and into the sides of the walls i am going (laughs) to look around and then continue towards the door okay and i have 30 feet of dark vision now 30 feet of dark vision are you continuing as a lizard yeah okay as you continue as the lizard it takes you some time and you can hear the rust monsters. They're they're kind of like, kind of off the scent. They appear to have stayed in that room as you peer through the door. And as you go through this door, you can feel that you are on another pressure plate. Give me a perception check. Nine. <laughs> well, with that, you not really sure what that pressure pressure plate does. However, it does do something, and you continue on. And you're in a hallway again. Just keep going down the hallway. Okay. As you go down the hallway... Actually, I have a climb speed of 20 feet, so I'm going to, like, climb up on the wall and travel along the wall. All right, so you're traveling along the wall. As you travel along the wall, you enter this big room in the back. Give me a perception check. Uh, 18, 3, 21... 23. So in the distance directly across from you after you enter this big room right from the wall that you were crawling on, you can see a torchlight. I'm going to uh, make my way towards it. Okay, so this would require going down off the wall unless you wanted to take the big giant room around. Just picture yourself on the wall looking across and there's that little torchlight. I'll, uh, I'll travel along the wall. Okay, you're going to travel along the wall? So as you're traveling along the wall and you get to the back and you go to wrap around, you can see the cr- a crystal on a, like, pedestal. And it's sitting there glowing. And you pass in front of it. Can I... Before I pass in front of it, can I kind of try and see what it is? Yeah. Give me a perception check. 17 plus 5 for 22. It appears to be the crystal that you're looking for. Does it, what's, does, when I was looking at the crystal, did I see, like, anything around it? Uh, Any pressure plates or anything? Give me another perception check. Uh, Another 23. So with that, you can see a pressure plate in front. The thing is surrounded by pressure plates. Okay. It's a, there's a total of like eight, be like one on each yeah. corner, like a square. Yep, it makes it. it boxes it in. Yep, there's a whole box of pressure plates. Okay, I am going to 
drop my lizard form. Okay. And then, um, oh shit. Maybe using my sword. How big are the pressure plates? Like the, five feet? There, they would be. Um, so they would be in foot cubes. So you're looking at the pedestal in the center, and you're looking at all around. They would be in cubes of. They would be, I would say about five foot cubes. Yes, they're rather big pressure plates. It's enough to where you'd have to be a really big, large creature to be able to reach across okay. the pressure plate and grab it. Yeah, that's what I was trying yeah. to get. Um, how steady did it, like did the crystal just look like like a clear crystal? Did it look like a pretty solid it's, chunk of rock? It's or? very blue, bluish. With a purplish core, and the purplish core kind of gleams out. And as you're looking at this, you can see as that torchlight gets closer and closer towards you. Fuck. Um. Can I try to use? thorn whip to like grab the crystal and pull it closer to me absolutely so as you you and are you standing on the side where your father would be coming from or the torchlight uh i would say i would be still standing, on the wall i would came off the wall and when i changed back i would be standing so that i could be looking towards the torchlight so i could keep an eye on it while i'm trying to figure out what i'm doing so you're more than five feet away from this, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like okay. on the other side of the uh, okay. pressure plate. So as you use your thorn whip and you hit this crystal, go ahead and give me a what? What's the uh, an attack roll to see if you can if you can hit the crystal and, and get it? Okay. Uh... <laughs> that's an eight. Well, fortunately, that's good enough to pass. So you hit the crystal. It's kind of sloppy, and it comes at you. And as you hit it. There's a plate, like a like a sensor pressure plate on the crystal. It lifts up and you can see it raise and a grate of steel spikes drop immediately in that five feet and hit the ground. Dust flies and you can hear your father cry out, Ruick, is that you? Yeah, it's me. What was that? Trap. Ah, shit. Are you all right? Yep. Okay. Crystal okay? Yeah, is it okay? I'm asking the DM. Yes, the crystal is fine. <laughs> Didn't okay. get the crystal. All right. <laughs> so with that, your father looks at you and says, "Those damn monsters are on our tail again." I found something out. Throw your sword off to the side. There's no other steel on us, and let's get out of here. We won't have to deal with them. I just bought this sword. Well, I'll buy you a new one. But I like this sword. I'll buy you a new one. Can... We'll be fine. Okay. To, uh, do you want to? I suppose we have to go out the way I came in. Just follow me. Oh, I mean, we could hear each other through the cave in, so I figured we would just be able to turn into badgers and dig through it. 
Well, I mean, we could, or you could just go out the way I came in to get in this room. Wouldn't that make more sense? You said the creatures were following you, though. Yes, they are here in this room, kind of keeping the distance, but let's double back. All right, yeah, I'll follow him. Okay, so as you follow him, the creatures are on your tail, and they... One of them reaches out to touch that sword again, and go ahead and give me a saving throw for... It's another dex, right? Yep, dexterity saving throw to see if you can keep him from touching your sword. Uh, that is 18 plus 5. You're successful. He, he misses again, and you continue to move. The second one tries to touch your sword as well. They're ignoring your father. Go ahead and give me another roll. Uh, 11. Okay, so you're successful again, and you're moving your next movements, and they're just kind of on your tail. They're after that sword. They want to consume that metal. So... They're going to try to hit that sword again. Uh, 15. Um, you're good. And then the second one goes for you. 15. So you're good. You're able to escape and you use your light to kind of keep them at bay as they try to touch your sword. And you're able to work your way outside to the light to where they will not go. Oh, that was exciting. Interesting. I've never faced a creature quite like that. It apparently likes to consume metals. I can't remember if I fought him before or not. Well, hopefully this will be the brew that we need to fix your memory. Alright, so I take it we're going to try and uh, fly back then? Yes. We'll transform into our eagle and fly back. I'm just going to follow him back to the village. Okay. So as you follow him back to the village, you come in and you land, and you land at your home. You both walk into your home, and he immediately starts to brew this concoction, exactly as described by the druids. Smells rather right. Uh, it doesn't smell good, but we'll see if it does the trick. So after a few hours have passed, he ends up coming back to you and he's like, well, bottoms up. <laughs> I'm going to chug all of it. Okay. So as you drink all of it, give me a constitution saving throw with advantage. Uh, 15 plus 5 for 20, and 15, 19. 20 and 19. You have regained a small portion of your memory. The portion of the memory that you have regained is completely up until the point of your attempt to take the bounty from a cord. You remember that you were supposed to, you were looking for him at the Drunken Spear in Solaris. You remember everything before that point. You do not remember anything after that point. Huh. I guess I wasn't Memora after all. Ah, so it worked. <clears throat> well, I remember, uh, I remember leaving Temeridia. I remember going to Eldetheria. 
I remember making my guns. So, have we found out that there's potentially some truth into what those folks were telling you that you were imprisoned with? I remember hunting a bounty in Solaris. But hell, that was... That was years before I woke up. I was, I was, I was, uh, 20, 23, 24. You said I'm 36 now, so. Yeah. I mean, there's still a sizable chunk of years there that just, uh, aren't remembered. Well. With that, at least we have a start. I will speak with the druids and let them know and give them the remainder of this crystal. This is a miracle. Well, at least you're able to recall that much of your memory. I remember training. I mean, I remember training with Sloan. Yes. Great bounty hunter. Great guy. Yeah? I, I can't say that I've ever met him. It's, uh... No, I don't remember anything after. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I am off to speak with the druids yet once again and figure out exactly what I can uh, come up with to try to regain. <clears throat> I, uh, I appreciate all your help and their help. Yes, anytime. And he leaves, leaving you at home. I, uh... I'm gonna go see Brant. Okay. And see if, uh... She has any armor I can get. Okay. So, as you walk through the town, you can see Brant. As she, as you look through the glass, you can see her inside her shop. She's not on the outside today. Going to uh, walk inside and see what she has. Ah, Ruick! How are you? Um, I think I'm a little better. Well, that's amazing. What'd you do? Did, did coming home make something click? Um, my father found some kind of special brew with a special crystal that <clears throat> helped recover some of my memories. Well, that's awesome. And I think I got James to sober up. Uh, well, that's even better. He's been a mess. Poor lad. Ever since his wife and child died in that unfortunate fire. Well, yeah, it turns out I'm going to Make sure that we're the only ones in the store. Okay, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, 24. Yep, nobody's in there. It's clear. <clears throat> Turns out he may have been more responsible for the fire than he cared to admit. What? Well, yeah, poor he, lad, his, his guilt must be... <clears throat> yeah, he said that he was pretty drunk, got the fire going... Got it going a little too good, and then he went outside and passed out, and, and uh, the house burned down. Oh, my. So he basically murdered his family. That's, it's amazing he's 
And you were able to get him to sober up after that? Uh, he told me he sobered. I sobered him up, and then he, <clears throat> I uh, charmed him into telling me ah. everything. And then uh, I convinced him that he needs to go and tell the elders the truth about what happened. So I'm, just in case I'm not here, I'm telling you that way if nothing ever comes of it. At least somebody knows. Yes. Well, thank you. Is that all you stopped by to tell me then? <clears throat> no, I was hoping maybe you had uh, a set of breastplate armor in. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And uh, what would that cost me? Uh, for you, friend, I'll let this one be free. Really? Yes. I'll give her 50 gold anyway. Well, that is kind of you, Ruick, but she hands it back. Keep it. I, you need it more than I right now. I'm sure you don't have much. I insist. Well, thank you. Are you after anything else? Um, I doubt you have the firearms that I'm looking for. <laughs> That's what you think. What are you after? After a double barrel? Triple barrel? Um, I'm going to look around. Do I see the pistol? Something like I used to have? Yep, exactly like what you used to have. And she looks at you and she says, These have actually become more common than you would think. Well, They're catching I, on. I need... Uh, I need two of them. Ah, have at them. Um, the 50 gold will cover them. Here you go. Oh. Get you back on your feet. Just do me a favor. When you leave again and you go exploring, don't forget where you came from. Uh, <laughs> I might have forgot a lot of things, but I've never forgotten that. Well, so, uh, you haven't seen, oh, Ivy. Ivy? Yes, yes, I've seen her around. Her and her husband tend to go to the local inn and have dinner from time to time. Who'd, uh, who'd she end up marrying? Oh, a rich fellow from the flat. She always was extravagant. That she was. She hasn't changed. You should see what she parades herself around in these days. Jewelry, jewelry, jewelry. If she was any in, if she was in any lesser of a city, they would rob her blind. Her town. <laughs> oh, I can believe that. Duh. Well, you got time to go to the tavern for a uh, drink and a meal? Absolutely. Let me close up the shop. It'll take me about 10 minutes or so. I got some paperwork I have to file in the back. If you want, you can go now and I'll meet you there or you can hang out here. 
I'll just hang out here. Absolutely. And as you hang out and wait, you can see her doing her various things. Uh, she closes up the shop super early. About a half hour goes by. It took a little bit longer than expected. And she looks at you and she says, ah, are you ready, Ruick? Yeah. All right. Let's head out, my friend. And she, as you walk out the door, she locks up behind you. Click, click. And you guys head to the tavern. You can see some people walking in front of you and some carts going by and people saying, hello, hi, how are you? Say our highs as I walk down. Walk and you're at the tavern entrance. So you first, my friend, or would you like me to go in? I'll hold the door open for her. Oh, well, thank you. Such a gentleman. I haven't forgotten all my manners. Well, that's good. yet. <laughs> and she walks in. So, shall we set at the bar, or shall we set at a booth in the back? Uh, or a high table in the middle? Do we see, do I see anybody else that... Give me a perception roll. Nine. No. Uh, just grab a table in the middle. Okay. So as you grab your table, so what's on the menu for today? What do you plan on getting? You see all kinds of things. Your heart's desire. They have it all. Um, I'll just get a slab of steak. Slab of steak. That sounds wonderful. What will you have to drink with that? I'm thinking mead. I love me some honey wine. I'll just have ale. Ale? Ah, where's your adventure, Ruick? Come on. Do you Have you had mead? Yeah, I just... Ale's my preference. Okay, well, I won't pry. I won't, I won't force you. Uh, fine. And she gets her mead, and they end up delivering your food, and you're sitting there eating. So, uh, <clears throat> heard any stories or rumors from other countries? Oh, boy, have we. The whole world is in an uproar. Memora is the biggest, though. It's said that they've transformed from a republic into a, basically, a, a, a kingdom. A king. The one king, one ruler makes all the decisions. Oh, well, it is a mess. To say the least. So, you remember. Give me deets, details, details, please. I oh. want to know. I don't get out of this town very often. <clears throat> well, from what I can remember, when it was still a republic, it was a pretty nice place. Yes, I've heard. I've heard it was quite amazing. <coughs> Sometimes I venture down to uh, Hammerfell and deal with those dwarves, but eh, it's on seldom occasions. Years has been since I last went, so I need a real dose of something different. Uh, well, the mages where I got released from that was I mean there was would you believe that just chunks of rock float in the sky with houses on them what? oh yeah it's it's all the rage in the Duncaster the mage place oh my this is interesting I would love to see that she kind of stares off into the ceiling into the space and just is kind of like dreaming you wouldn't by chance know of any cute dragon bones, would you, that I could hook up with? I couldn't say I do. Ah, damn. There's so few and far between here. Assholes, a lot of them. I haven't found one worthy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll find someone someday, yeah, somewhere. Hopefully. I might have to uh, venture out of the 
city for a while. Yes. It's not a bad idea. Well, this is a good meal. Good pick on the steak. Yeah, that it is. So, uh... Well, I really don't know what to do now. Well, I mean, I got some of my memory back, but... Hopefully your father's working on the other bit. Fine man. We're excited for him to become a, a druid, a head druid, and join the second circle. Yeah. Yeah, he'll do a good job. I think so, too. Smart man. He uh, taught me a new druid form. That's that amazing. Impressive. I will tell you that your father has missed you since you left. He spoke a lot of the day that his son may return. You might consider staying home with him and helping him with affairs and maybe someday joining the third circle. Well, it just, um... just depends on what I can remember, I guess. I suppose. Well, you've always had a place here. Glad to have you home. Kind of glad to be home after being gone for a long time. Years. It's been a long time. So, do you remember any squeezes that you may have had? Come on, tell me. Oh, I remember plenty. Yes. What was your favorite? can't really say that I had a favorite. Not a favorite? <sighs> okay, so you went there for bounty hunting. What was your craziest bounty that you brought in? Oh. So there was this bounty in Timuridia that well, he was, he was a druid, so you know he was he was pretty elusive, and he could hide just about anywhere. And it it took me several months to find him, and uh, you wouldn't believe how many uh, small lizards and birds and cats that I accused of being. Uh, my bounty before we actually managed to find him. <laughs> she cracks up laughing. That's that's interesting. So tell me, how is it as she puts her head on her hand and rests it on the table and she stares across at Ruik into his eyes and she says, how is it that a wood elf goes to Timuridia and doesn't get into any kind of trouble? Oh, Rant, you, you remember that I'm Ah, I do. Yep, you're back. So You uh, didn't remember me when we first saw each other, did you? Of course I did. Okay, I don't think you did, but okay. Of course I did. Well, that's awesome, Ruick. I am so happy for you. But, uh... Yeah, just don't really know what I'm missing in between... You got some years to catch up on, but we'll get you there. I'm confident in your father's ability. Well, 
Me too. Huh. Well, I suppose I better head home. Ah, very well. Going to uh, pay for the meal and Okay, so as you leave and head home, your father is there in the house waiting on you. Ruick, ah, I've got news. Oh, that's good. So the crystal has worked its magic, and it's done what it was supposed to do. However, it did not do everything we had hoped. So there is one more thing that we could do. There is a flower, and this flower is extremely rare. It only grows in one place. And that is on the lowest part of these mountains in the green fields towards the mountain line. So it's on the edge. So if you have the mountain, okay? Okay. And it should grow at the base of the mountain into the green grass. If you go to where the snow meets the grass, you've went too far. Okay. Okay? You'll have to venture there on your own. I have things to do with the Druid Circle. Alright. Good luck. I see you've picked up some new gear. That's amazing. I take it, um... Brant set you up? Yeah, she's she's a good friend. Yes, yeah, she is. Good, 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 good person. So, um... How far, how long is it going to take to get there? It, if you fly in your eagle form, it'll take you about a half a day. So you can set off in the morning or you could set out now. It's entirely up to you. I, though, suggest in the daytime it'd be easier to collect the flower. Yeah, I'm going to wait until morning and then I'll set out. Okay. So the night comes and passes and you're sleeping. Give me a constitution saving throw. Nine. You're sleeping as well. However, you're fairly excited with the new memories that have flooded your brain. And you wake up the next morning. I'm going to uh, eat breakfast with my parents and then uh, set out. As you go downstairs, your parents aren't home. Oh. Okay. Well, yep, no one's home. Eat so. breakfast by myself and then set out. Yep, and as you set out, it takes you about a half a day's journey to get to where you're going. Um, you pass through the mountains and, and down into the fields, and you come to the base right where the flower should be, or at least you were told. Give me a perception check. Uh, 22. 22. You cannot find this flower at all. And you have a feeling like you're being watched. I'm going to uh, keep trying to look for the flower, but see if I can spot anybody trying to... uh, Like, that's trying to, like, spy on me. So as you're foraging and looking, you can see that there's, like, this picnic table. Give me a perception check. (laughs) Uh, 14. 
And you can see that there's food set out on this picnic table in the middle of this area. And this sweet, sweet voice comes over to you, and you can hear it. Hello. What brings you into the fields today? And give me a... Um, when you're being charmed, what kind of saving throw is that? I can't remember. Uh, it's usually a charisma. Go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw. DC's high. Three. Okay. You have been charmed by this voice. Have a seat with me and eat. And as she walks over and you're walking with her, you feel her arm come around your shoulder. And she sets you down into the chair and she sits across you. And as she walks across you, you can see that this individual has a very sexy-like woman upper body with horns out the top of her head and like goat legs. She sits down. So, why are you here? I'm uh, looking for a flower. Ah, a flower. What kind of flower? There's all kinds of flowers here. My, my home has tons of flowers. I'm going to describe the flower that I'm looking for. I have that. Yes. That is called the... Uh, the... the, the uh, oh, boy. The name has escaped me. But I have it. Will you sit here and eat with me? Yes, yes. Sit here and eat with me. You are charmed, so you are going to sit there and eat with her. Um. Before I start eating, I want to cast... Detect... Poison and disease. Okay. On the uh, food, just to see if it's... The food is normal. It's normal food. There's no poison. There's no disease. You are safe to eat it. I'll eat a couple of bites. Okay, and as you eat a couple of bites, she looks at you and she says, Are you enjoying your food? Yeah, it's, it's all right. Have you ever encountered someone like me before? can't say I have. Ah, well, you're in for the time of your life. And she literally climbs up onto the table and starts to seduce you with a another, um, go ahead and give me another charisma saving throw. Uh, nine. Yep, she has you. She basically takes your face and buries you in her nether regions and you basically make sweet, passionate love to this human slash goat type. You don't know what it is. It is the best you have ever had, and you find yourself severely addicted, like you do not want to leave. And with that, everything is human-like as far as the, the, the parts and stuff like that. It's just the goat legs and then the horns. So she's like, when everything's done and you guys are back dressed, she looks at you and she says, would you like that flower now? Yeah. Fine, follow me. <clears throat> so as you follow her, she takes you to the cave. 
well, here they are. And she points over to the wall and she tells you that only take one because you can't have more than one. Just one. Okay. Do you take one? Take one. Okay, so as you take one, she looks at you and she says, would you like a second? And give me a a charisma saving throw. Uh, 19. Ah, you still fail it. (laughs) Takes advantage of you again. And once again, leaving you the best sensations that you've ever felt to the point to where you do not want to leave. This is all you can think about. So she allows you to leave and you make it back to your camp at home with the flower awaiting your father's return. What you have just encountered was a succubus. And her charm will kind of always be with you. You'll find yourself in Memora fighting goblins and you'll want to come back and fuck her. <laughs> uh. hmm. I don't like being used like that. Yeah. So with that, your father returns. And so, any luck? Uh, yeah, I got a flower. Oh, great. Well, let me try to read the ra- the uh, the writings of the druids, and I'll try to mix this potion for you. Did you have any trouble? I ran into some kind of a creature. What kind of a creature? Some kind of goat, human, half thing. Oh, really? And I suppose you've done unspeakable things with this creature. I feel like I should feel really angry about it, but I don't. Well, that's probably because she charmed your pants off. Those are called succubi. Uh, They have... Nictorious, they're nictorious for that kind of behavior. Um, don't worry, you should be completely safe, but uh, you're going to have quite the addiction to that thing, I'll tell you that. They're not evil, but uh, yes, I, it looks like you might be in love. Anyway, I suppose I don't tell your mother, she would be highly disappointed. But anyway, yes, I will brew this and give you the potion. And you would drink it. This one's going to take longer. I won't have it ready for you until the morning. So if there's anything you'd like to do, go ahead. You Uh, have until the morning. I think I'll just go sleep it off. Okay. So with that, the morning comes. Give me a constitution saving throw. Sixteen. You can only think about that succubus. It's weighing on your mind quite heavy. You wake up, you come downstairs, and you see your father. Ah, Ruick, it's ready for you. Hurry, you can drink it. I've got to go. All right, I'm going to uh, chug it down. I'll see you later, my boy. Uh, Remember, the effects might not be immediate like the last one. This is a little bit different. This is herbal, not magical. 
Alright, well, th thanks for trying anyway. For, uh... Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. So he leaves. Your mom's in the kitchen doing her thing, cleaning up, whatever. What are you doing for the day? Oh. I suppose for now, I'll just go to the tavern. Okay. Sit down and have a couple of drinks. All right. So you sit there and you have a couple of drinks. Is there anything you're looking for or after? Nope. Just waiting on the uh, brew to kick in. Okay. So you're just sitting there drinking. So far, nothing. I'll probably drink about two and then stop. Just okay. wait for it to uh, kick in. So nothing has kicked in yet. It's kind of feeling like it was a waste of your time. Give me a constitutional constitution saving. No, charisma saving throw. <clears throat> oh, natural 20. There you go. Um, you have kind of resisted your urges to actually leave and go back to that spot where you found that succubus. So you're safe. However, her hold is still there. It's just, it's weakening with that roll. Is uh, James in the bar? He is not. <clears throat> I'm going to ask the barkeep if he's seen him in a couple of days. Uh, I haven't seen him in a couple of days. Well, didn't he have a room upstairs? Yes. Maybe you should go up and check on him and see if he's okay. Yeah, I'll go up and knock on his door. Uh, here's the spare key in case you need to search it. Uh, thanks. Yep. Just return it, please. Yep. So you're going up and knocking on the door? Yep. You'd get no answer. No, I'm going to unlock the door. Okay. You're going to enter. Yep. As you enter, you can see a rope that is strung down from the ceiling, and James has hung himself. As he oh. just kind of dangles there. The body is kind of taking on a bit of a stench. I'm going to uh, cut him down. And as he hits the floor... Um, you can see some fluid kind of pour out of the mouth. And the smell is a bit unbearable of shit and other. I'm uh, going to go down and get the barkeep, tell him that James is dead. He hung himself. What? Oh, my God. Oh, we've got to get the... Yeah, he's been up there for a couple of days. He stinks. I cut him down, but... Uh... Man, well... Oh, this is horrible. And he leaves to get the proper authorities to get him out of there and get him a proper burial. I'm just going to sit at the bar and wait for him to come in and... Do whatever. That was a rough one. So... You walk. You watch him walk in. They pull him out. He's covered, and everything just kind of goes to normal. The room is closed. Nobody can occupy that room. Oh, oh poor James. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, no luck on my memory brew yet. Not yet. I guess maybe I'll go see Brant and tell her that 
they found James dead. Okay. So, with that, you find Brant in the shop. She's working. She sees you come in. Ah, Ruick! It's good to see you. Uh, yeah, I just wish I came bringing better news. What what happened? Uh, they found James. He hung himself in his uh, room after everything. Oh, she kind of takes a moment and she turns around and she's just kind of like, just kind of like standing there with her head down and she turns back and you can see as she just kind of brushes off a tear from her eye. And she looks at you and she gives you a hug. And she says that there's nothing that anybody could have done for him. That was that was a self-healing thing for him. And he just, he, he couldn't do it. Nope. She, I guess he couldn't. She looks at you and she says, whatever you do, don't blame yourself for that. Oh, no. At least I had tried. Yes, you, you did that. Will you be around for his funeral? Uh, I guess. Those things are never pleasant, but I would go with you if you'd like. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll probably take a couple of days. Yes. I, uh... I guess I'll just go wander the village for a little bit. Kill okay. some time. Gotcha. So as you wander the village, this is a very peaceful town. And it's very, compared to what you've been used to for a long time, it's just like the urge to never want to leave is just really there. You just don't want to leave. It's just, it feels so comforting. Even with the recent loss, you're, you're, you're mourning you're upset, you feel partially to blame, but, you know, it still feels like you're finally where you need to be. And with that, you find yourself that you have wandered until it's dusk, and it's almost, it's pretty well dark. Uh, I guess I'll head home. You head home, your mom and dad are at the kitchen table eating and drinking? Ah, I was wondering when you was going to come in. Uh. Yeah, just went for a walk. Ah, well, supper's right there. Me and your mom's just finished up. Um, did that potion work for you? Uh, no. Ah. I haven't haven't seen anything yet today. I'll tra- talk to the druids in the morning and see what they say. Sounds like a plan. So I'm on to, uh, I'll just sit down and eat and help clean up the house or do whatever. Okay. Sit down and play with the dog for a little bit. Okay. So the dog's happy to see you. It enjoys its belly's rubs. It's getting later. Do you have anything else that you'd like to do? Uh, no, not at this time. Okay. Going to take a nap, go to sleep? Uh, Probably, yeah. Okay. So as you go upstairs and you go to your old room and you go to bed, um, in the night, you are basically dreaming from the point of where you could remember to your full memory. And you have now regained your entire memory completely. 
you remember who you are, exactly what you did, and all the things that transpired between your adventures in Timuridia, Mora, clear up to the point to where you remember getting smashed in the head by Baron Gar Corbin's hammer. It all pieces together, and you wake up, and you now know everything. Your memory has been fully restored. Son of a bitch. (laughs) And with that, we can take a break. Ruick, you have just awoken, and you've regained your complete memories. It is about 4 a.m. Oh, 400. Still moonlit. I am going to uh, try and meditate until daylight. And okay. just try to like get my memories in order. And okay. So you're able to do so, and you can see in your subconscious as the uh, sunlight starts to peek over and come to about 9 a.m. So I'm going to uh, go down and pretty much explain all of my memories to my parents and tell them that the reason why I was imprisoned was because I was fighting against the tyrannical king and you were fighting against the tyrannical king so tell me is it really as bad as they've said yeah yeah it was pretty bad so now that you've regained your memories what do you intend on doing well I intend to go back and uh, finish what I started you're going back. Yeah. Ruick, stay here. That's not... I can't... I can't just leave a job half finished. Well... I will pray to the gods for your safe return every day. Please. And Don't st- do anything <laughs> stupid and get yourself Instead killed. of uh, praying for a safe return, you should just... Pray for victory. I don't see... It's going to take a miracle to overthrow that kingdom. Well, the good news is I do have some insider knowledge, so... That gives me an advantage already. Well... And uh, I have friends that would no doubt be willing to take up the fight. Turns out I did know those people that I was imprisoned with. You did. I did. Well, who are they? Uh, they are former Memorian soldiers that were fighting against the king. Oh. So were the tales lies or were they true? No, they were they were true. Oh. Well, if you must go, I can't stay in your way. <laughs> well, uh Pass along my thing. Well, I better go tell the elders thanks for all their help. Absolutely. And um, I know that you were trying to talk to the cops of Empire and telling them to stay out of this, but <clears throat> maybe that's what the Senate needs. Is uh, Maybe. Uh, now that you're getting involved, I see... I see as if I must... No, I've always been involved, unfortunately. Well, keep yourself out of trouble. 
for I don't I can't afford anything happening to my only son whether you like it or not you're important here and someday maybe you will be the head elder well don't shit on a father's dreams (laughs) alright go say your farewells to the elders and do what you must I will speak with them and encourage an alliance between Memora. Well, encourage an alliance between... I guess they'd be rebels. The rebels. Technically, but... Uh, they were the right people. And we'll fund them. Uh, the leader of the rebels is General Gels. Do you know him? Yeah, he's a decent man. Really? I served under him during our... Uh, first battle with Timuridia. And then... He wasn't involved. I wasn't involved with him during the uh, major battle, but it's good to know that he survived. Okay. Yeah, I'll make a deal with you. I will talk to the council in the Culp's Law of Empire about joining the cause to help Memora become a republic once again. If you go to the tavern and have a drink for it with me and spend one more night here. I... Yeah, I can do that. Good. Get your friends together, and let's go have a drink. By friends, I just mean Brant. Okay. All right, I'll meet you at the tavern. All right. Going to uh, see if I can go find Brant. Okay, so as you go to her shop, she is there. Uh, Ruick! It's uh, seeing you every day brings joy. How goes it? Did the uh, uh, I uh, I got my memories back. Ah, uh, really? I remembered how I ended up in prison. Oh, this is a story I must hear. Let's. I want to hear it all. I uh, there was a battle, and uh, I shot down an airship. What? What's an airship? Picture a ship that sails through the seas, but it sails through the skies. Oh, my lands. I have heard tale of these. They said that that's what they used to blitzkrieg their way through uh, Memora. The south literally bombarded the north so fast that they had no time to react, and I heard that's how they did it, but I did not believe it. You've seen these ships with your own eyes. I've flown on them. What?! Oh my, you are an interesting fellow. I'm closing up the shop. We're going to the tavern and we're going to talk all night. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. I'll meet you there. I'm uh, going to go see if I can find Ivy and her husband. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. You know to look into the flat. Um, you are successful in finding a fairly rich house. She could go up and knock on the door. Um, a lady answers. Ah. Um, hi, I'm looking for Ivy and, um... She looks super red-faced, flushed, and if her eyes could give emojis, two hearts would pop up. Ruick! Is that you? Yeah. She jumps out and lunges and embraces you and gives you a huge hug. 
awkwardly return her hug. Is oh my Ivy? God yeah. I have missed you. Uh yeah, I miss you too. Well come in, come inside. You you, uh, you have to meet my husband. Actually I was wanting to see if the two of you wanted to uh <clears throat> join my father and I and some others at the tavern. Absolutely. Uh, we'll find us. Our, our sitter is, is here. I'll, we'll be there. All right. I will uh, see you there. Yes. So she, you exit her home. And... Yep, I'm going to head to the tavern. Okay. So as you head to the tavern, you can see your father and Brant sitting at a table that's big enough to seat about eight. Uh, walk over and sit down. Your father looks at you. Ruick. Ah, oh, glad to see you. Um, just wanted to give you a heads up. Bell will be stopping by. Who? Bell. Successful. She's a very successful druid. Top of the line. I think she has some things that she could teach you that will help you on your journey. Oh. Okay. I, uh, should I remember her? Uh, Belle is a... Uh, Belle is a man, male elf. Not a female. Do I remember who Bell is? Yep, you remember who Bell is. You grew up and trained as a druid together. Okay. So, they'll be here momentarily. Did you speak with anyone else? Uh, <clears throat> Ivy and her husband are coming. Oh, interesting. So, as you're sitting there, so Ruick, spill the beans. I want to know it all. From beginning to end, tell me about your journeys. Um, Be detailed. I'm going to start... More ales. Telling me uh, some of the stories of what I did in the Copsal of Empire before I went to Timberadia. Um, I want to tell them how I created my own guns in Eldetheria. You were one of the first to create these... These guns? Uh, yeah, I worked with some of the smiths to make my own. So you were the origin story behind the great boomstick. This is well, they miraculous. they had already figured it out and were producing them. I simply learned how to make oh, them myself. Okay, and maintain them. Interesting, interesting. Well, continue. Don't let us cut you off. Um. I fought in a lot of battles. What was your favorite? What was the worst? The worst was the Which one, one I, blooded you the most? The one I died in. What? You yeah. died? Yeah. How? <clears throat> well, um... Our army was being decimated in the battle against... In the town of... The Battle of Colfell, and, um... I tried to take out the king and himself and his guardsmen by myself. That's my boy, always going right for the kill. I've warned you to be more cautious. 
and uh, I just lost. Wow, that was a valiant effort. And when I woke up, I had no memories, and I was in prison. Wow. This is... So I guess I found out I was in prison because I tried to kill the king himself. That is very interesting. Wow. You've had so much to do with the current situations in Memora. I don't know whether to be proud or or concerned. I was Lord for a while. Lord? Why? You are full of surprises. Explain. I got my own town and everything. Your own town? I heard the town's name's been changed. So explain. How did you get a town? What did you do? Uh... I helped win the Battle of White Isles against Timuridia. Oh my. I, we heard tell of that, that it was a valiant victory for Memora Republic. Well, using uh, my skills, I was able to slip inside and help lower the gate with the assistance of the rest of my captain and the rest of his team, and then the Eldetherians attack from the ports. As you're speaking, uh, Ivy walks in and Belle. And they come over. Ivy doesn't have her husband. She's alone. And she sits down. Hello. And, and Hello. Belle, the male elf, walks in. Hello. Shake both Ruick. their hands. It's uh, been a long time. It, it has. What? Uh, where's your husband, Ivy? I thought... Oh, I, I decided to come alone. Oh. Fair enough. So your dad looks at you. Uh, continue your story, Ruick. You had your own town. You were a lord. The Battle of the White Isles. My son's a war hero. A drink to everyone. <sighs> Tavern starts to kind of cheer and slap you on the back and Rick. Yeah, did my best, did the job that I was hired to do. You have brought fame and glory to your family. I am so proud of you, Ruick. You have grown up a lot. Well. I uh <clears throat> I am so impressed. I had a lot of proper guidance when I was a child. Well, I am thrilled that the reflection upon me is so great for you. You apparently have the ability to change this world and that is not nothing to spit at. I am proud of you, my boy. You make a father proud. A drink to you. A toast to you. And everyone holds up their glasses and smashes them together. I, uh, like I said, I certainly try. Well, you do phenomenal. These stories are interesting. You are a war hero. Continue. Don't let me stop. Ruicksville, what, or the, your town, what was it called? Uh, it was called Ruicksville. Ruicksville. Uh, what did it look like? It was, uh, well, it was never finished when I was around. Ah. The keep was built. The tavern was built. The bounty hunter's guild was built. Several houses. 
So Interesting. I, I guess it was finished. I just never spent much time there. No. That's, that's quite the story. And they just keep drinking, and Ivy is just kind of standing there, staring at you, all googly-eyed. So, uh, Ivy, Bell, what have you two been up to over the years? Bell speaks up, and he says, Well, I have been studying my druidic abilities, and I have mastered them. With that... Your father has asked me to come here so that I can maybe train you and help you in your abilities. So, if you have a day, I would like to teach you what I know. Could come in handy, I suppose. Yes. I suppose that uh, with something, I'm assuming that you're headed back to that dreaded place of Memora. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> At least I got, that's what your father says. I got unfinished business. I told him that it's foolish and you should I, stay here. I gotta go sit, make sure my friends are all right. Well, that's honorable of you. Why, we would expect nothing less. Ivy looks at you. And she says, well, I, um, I found a rich man and married him and made a life. How I have missed you, Ruick. And... Wonder what my life may have been if you would have been around. Oh, I never made enough coin for you. That is not true. She looks at you, smiles, and puts her hands down. And your father speaks up again. So continue, continue, keeps telling these crazy stories. We don't get out much up here if you haven't noticed. Uh, I'm just going to keep telling stories about past. Another ale. Come on, tell us your stories. <laughs> Don't uh, reminisce. So, what were you going to try and teach me, Bell? Uh, well, I am going to teach you the ways to be a master druid. You won't be as good as me in one day, but you'll be maybe a quarter as good. Well, in some ways, many would say I'm already better. (laughs) I doubt it. I see your arrogance has not left you. Oh, apparently neither is yours. Uh, That's why we got along so good. Remember the fights we used to get into with the other druids? Uh, Stupid kids. All too well. Well get you up to par. So, are you going to stay an extra day and train with him? Yeah, I'll uh, see what he's got for me. So, what his training will do is it'll allow you two free levels of druid. So, instead of a two, take yourself up to a four if you can. I don't know if I want to do that because it'll pull away from my fighter ability. Will it pull away from your fighter ability? Okay, so go ahead and take and open up some more animals for yourself to transform into. So it'll pull from the fighter ability, huh? It won't let you just up both of them at will? Yeah, yeah. like if you... uh, So since I'm a level 2 druid, I can only reach level 18 fighter. So if I were to be a level Uh, 4 druid, I'd only reach 16. 16. Gotcha. 
Yep. So give yourself a couple of animals for the day of training. So at the tavern, you continue to talk. You actually have an offer to spend the night with Ivy if that's something you wanted to do, or if you're going to pass her up. That's entirely up to you. Yeah. Well, I... oh, fuck it. I'll go sleep with her. All right. So you have knocked her britches. What's her husband going to do? Right. <laughs> so you had a rendezvous with Ivy. Your dad is super proud, and he wants to see you before you leave. And Belle ends up training you and giving you several large beasts that you can transform into. You, you can pick them at will. Um, let's see here. Brant shakes your hand, gives you a hug, and tells you to be safe and come back often. Well, and she looks at you and says, don't forget if you know any dragonborns, Send them my way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And with that, you should be set for your final uh, hours at home. I don't know if you're planning on sleeping after your training. Uh, No, I'd probably go ahead and head out. Okay. So your father, Aruik, promise me. Promise me that you will be safe and take care of yourself. Well, I mean, as safe as you can be going to a war zone. And remember to always, always be truthful and do not, do not repeat the offense that you did with your mother while you were here and taking those coins. (laughs) You're a good boy. And I know that you have the potential to be great. And it sounds like you already have become great. I will talk to the Kulpslav Empire and attempt to get their aid so that we can help the rebels in Mamora win back their country. I don't know how long it'll take, but I will keep word with you. Is there some way I can write to you somewhere that you will be where you can get letters? Um... Not that I can think of offhand. Well, you don't have a city origin of which you plan to be at? I mean, nothing that would be uh, more than a couple weeks at a time. Well, give me a name so I know where I'm sending them. Am I sending them to Duncaster? Yeah, I guess Duncaster probably be the best bet. Okay, this Itrix, I can, or this who who was it that released your freedom? Um, uh, man named Itrix. Maybe I can um write him and he'll see that you get the letters. Uh, yeah. Okay, that would work. We'll go about doing that. So if I write Itrix. He's a mage of Duncaster. Mage of Duncaster and have him forward your letters to you. That would be grand. Well, my boy, he reaches out and he grabs you and gives you a big old hug, holds you in, and tells you to be safe and take care. And he will do his best. And with that, you are setting off to Memora. Yep. Aboard a ship. And several months... Several, several, several months. What, like, what's it take to get across there? Almost a year? 
Uh, I, th- I thought it was about six months. Six months. Six months to get across there? Sure. So I was gone for about a year and Probably a about month. a year and a half. A year and a half? Really? Yep. If you think, oh, that's the, not the world map. Yeah, but I need, you had I to, need to get the world map up. The Memora from Cops Love, then traveling across the land. Hell, it'd probably be closer to... Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. So, a, a year a year has passed, or about eight months has passed since you've arrived and done your thing. Eight, nine months, and then another um, six to seven months pass, and you arrive on a ship, and in the horizon you can see the city of Duncaster as it stands large you can see the mouth of the river as you're headed into the river to hit the lake where the port would be and you can see two transport ships that have it blocked off and with this we end our adventure until next time alrighty